Everyman Podcast. Daryl Campbell. Daryl Campbell. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, brother Jay. You know, another Everyman Day, man. You know, let's get it. Let's another get day, it. another day, another <laughs> podcast. That's it, baby. So, uh, what's uh, what's going on in your world, man? Anything going on? Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff is going on. I woke up this morning. That's always a good thing. Um, and then also, uh, because you know, if you don't wake up, you can't be a part of the Everyman podcast. So, you that's know, right. that's that's one of the biggest things there. But um, yeah, you know, just had an event on Saturday. This past Saturday. Uh, my wife threw an event uh, at the Moz building, 1325 North Randolph, out here in Philly. Pop-up dinner, man. Had about 40 people come out. Your mom was there. That's the right. That's ABV right. ABV was in the building. That's and right. And she was showing love, and she was dropping off care packages. She accepted mine as well in my arms. It was great. Um, and lots of food. You know what I mean? Just lots of food, lots of great vibes. Uh, uh, my, my wife showed off her culinary art skills to um, Radio One came out. It was great. Had some media there, and uh, it was just it was just beautiful, gorgeous. And you know, I had some NFL films uh, personnel come out and support and show love. So you know, man, it's just God is good, bro. It's just it was awesome. So happy for my wife, and um, you know, and there'll be more of these pop up dinner and events to come, and uh, you know, bless people with some really cool energy, man, synergy. Awesome. That's what it's all about, and we'll be uh, dropping that here uh, as soon as as soon as we have word on that. What was on the menu? So let's say, let's say we had uh, my my father in law came to help because he's a, he's a chef as well. So I was running. I was downstairs. My job responsibility was to run between two kitchens and basically do what they told me to do. Um, I had I got my hands into some serving a little bit too. Um, but what was on the menu? Because I'm digressing. We had um, some, and it's it's really crazy. Like from prime rib, we had um, we had these prawns, man. These prawns just kind of decorated with the leafy greens around them on on plates. I mean, it's all about art, right? And they were about the size of my hand. Now, brother Jay, you know my hands are pretty big. You know, that's, that's a massive so, shrimp. That's it's a massive life form on a plate that you can consume. That's what that is. And it tasted great. It was just, uh, just awesome. There were some, um, uh, what do we have? Uh, we had fish and chips. We had, uh, like I said, prime rib. We had uh, chicken with just like gourmet chicken. I, it, it escapes me the words, but it's like this gourmet chicken with, you know, sun-dried tomatoes, like in the middle. I don't know how she made them melt like that. It was awesome. Um, we had some good uh, watermelon salads. We had some Grand Marnier, um, uh, Marnier, and uh, uh, we had truffles. I mean, wow. I've I've never had truffles Incredible. before, but Me neither. There were truffles there. Um, and then what else did we have? We had um, let's see, there's there's like eight or seven or eight other uh, uh, items on the menu. It was it was just awesome, man. It was awesome. Well, that sounds that's uh. That's awesome. Hopefully, I'll be I'll be there for the next one. <clears throat> so the uh, NFL has uh, kind of been dominating the news cycle the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, free agency kicked off with a couple of big trades. So mm-hmm. something we've been talking about. It's been a, a, a thread through the uh, early goings of the Everyman podcast, which we can finally put to rest. AB has found his home. 
He was traded to the Oakland Raiders. The Steelers get a third and a fifth round pick. Antonio Brown gets $30 million of guaranteed new money, making him the highest paid receiver in the NFL. So he got what he wanted a year after getting what he wanted. And, um, yeah, so he's, is this a new, you think this is a new precedent for, uh, player conduct or. Well, I mean, before we get into precedents, let's just talk about what it is that I wanted and what it is that I'm sure you wanted and the rest of the world wanted is that we no longer have to see a golden mustache on a man. Um, or that's right. Other than Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan is the only person. Hulk Hogan is the only one that can get away with that. And even to this day, so. AB, golden mustache, sea lion dependent. I don't know what that was all about, but like it just needed to stop. And I'm glad the midlife crisis is over and that he's happy and he's donning new colors uh, so we don't have to be subject to it anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it might, might set a little bit of a precedence now. You know what I mean? But it, it definitely makes some uh, open room for the Steelers to continue dominating the free agent market like they have. So. Yeah, they, uh, you know, historically they've they've been able to draft well later in you know in the rounds, and they never overreach for somebody. And you know, Mike Wallace was a third rounder, Emmanuel Sanders was a third rounder, AB himself, Mr. Big Chest, was mm-hmm. a, was a sixth rounder. <laughs> I, I love that. And uh, collar. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure that they'll find somebody late in the draft to replace him. Maybe his cousin Hollywood Brown. That would be uh, pretty salty, but I can't imagine they would do that. Well, I mean, like they're a great organization. I mean, I mean, historically, like you said, they've they've drafted they've drafted well. But I mean, just historically, they've been a great franchise. So they know what to do with incoming uh, acquisitions and uh, you know draft talent. So that's for sure. Yeah, they picked up uh, today. I saw Mark Barron on a two-year deal from the Rams. They picked up Dante Moncrief from the Jags, and mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Nelson was their premier uh, signing from the cornerback for Kansas City. So I, I'm pretty excited to see where those how those guys fit into the system. For sure. Uh, more more tragic to me, I think, and a lot of other uh, AFC North people out there, is the uh, sudden shift of power to uh, the shores of Cleveland. <laughs> dog pound. <laughs> the dog pound. <laughs> Somehow pulling off the trade to get Odell Beckham from the uh, Giants for a first and a third round pick, and then they ship uh, safety Jabril Pippers over. So, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but does this make Cleveland the team to beat in the AFC North? I mean, it, it definitely. You, you got to throw that question out there. You know, you got Landry, right? You got Odell Beckham. Uh, you got I woke up feeling dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You took the Me, words like, out of my mouth, dude. It's just like there's so much talent just concentrated on this roster, man. It just blows the mile and layer of your mind back. Like it's not just, to mention, <laughs> not to mention Nick Chubb. Okay, oh, one of my favorites on, ground game. And then ground Mr. Game. Mr. Eight game suspension, Kareem hunt. So, yeah. you how know, about that? how about that? But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, what? I, I almost want to say like, <laughs> this is crazy. It's like, so they'll be, they'll be, Open, opening up a can of just open air whoop ass on everybody for eight games and then like get an extra boost with Hunt once he comes back in to just turn it loose too. Like that's, this is dangerous, man. This is just dangerous. I, I mean, Miles, not to mention Miles Garrett. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I don't understand how this happened in front of like, 
It's like it's like watching a car the car wreck, you know, because you see it happening in slow motion right before it hits you. Like, yeah. That's what I'm seeing right now with the Browns. It's like, how, how did they figure out football all, all of a sudden? <laughs> it's it's like it's 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 like the clown car, right? It uh, it head on like you say car wreck, right? But like this, like VW bug, you know, circus circus edition colliding into a Mack truck. Mack truck gets wrecked, and then they realize that this freaking bug is compacted with all these great players like 200 guys come out ready to just fucking launch launch like hell on you and it's just like what what is going on here like how did that happen i don't know i'm right there with you i'm right there with you yeah next thing you know you got to deal with a couple of alpha males popping out of there (laughs) nuts man unbelievable unbelievable nick Foles and his big dick energy have landed in jacksonville with the jaguars on a four-year 88 million dollar deal Total potential value is $102 million, which is just wild. Dude. So it makes him the 11th highest paid quarterback in the league. Has Jacksonville, you know, did they find their guy? Is he worth $22 million a year? What's well, going on here? Here's what I can say. And, and I was talking about this with, you know, a couple guys, uh, you know, that, that I frequented in the past as far as a couple couple former teammates and and such and and what we're saying um, is that and let's just talk about the eagles for a second so if you got a guy right if you got a guy that is your backup that takes you to the super bowl you win the super bowl right and then you come back the next season and the starter and carson wins uh, he goes through his further uh, level of growing pains, gets injured, and then you know what? You get that same backup, that same guy to take you to um, the playoffs can kind of lead you nearly to the Super Bowl again. And you still kind of want to play around with him? Yeah, I think you have your guy at one place, but he goes to another in the Rams and uh, – well, I'm oh, sorry, in uh, the, the Jaguars. And, um, yeah, I think they're ready to go, man. I, I've, he's worth $120 Plus, he's a great dude, man. You know what I mean? Not just like it's, it's God-fearing Christian man, loves families, all about team. You know what I mean? Believes in holistic approaches when it comes to injuries. Hey, my ribs are uh, freaking shattered. You know what? I'm just going to pray on that and throw a little, little Jesus on it. It's going to get better. And I know, he, ha- I know he hangs out with Tony Robbins because I've seen those billboards. Oh, yeah. Five. So that works for me. But so you think that the Eagles blew it and letting him go? Here's 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 what I can speak to. I can't speak to upper level organizational stuff because by all means we know that you know all of through free agent acquisitions and all the decisions that they have to make. I mean it's it's like looking at a map, you know what I mean, and you're a dot in the middle. Um, but what I can speak to is what locker rooms are all about and how locker room synergy is 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 totally important to the success of a team. I, and I I say this with as much passion and fervor fervor as I can muster because if you have somebody that's your backup that took you to the Super Bowl and you are unsuccessful and you're wondering, you're looking over, you're saying, you know, that's a good dude. He's led this franchise to one Super Bowl and he's not playing. I wonder why that's got to break that that breaks down a team. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, at least they have a clean slate now and they can kind of, you know, find an identity for Carson Wentz and how he's going to move with this organization going forward. But I can tell you what, there's, there's definitely, and this is just me speaking from experience here. There's turmoil when you got somebody that's balling on a bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's there's, there's just tur- turmoil. So. Because yeah. the, the everybody else on the team knows that they see it in practice and. Oh yeah. You know the it only gets exposed 
sometimes a little too late. I, uh, I look, I, I I'm kind of with you on that. I I don't think Carson Wentz is um, by any means. I think he's a great quarterback, but the guy won you the Super Bowl. You know, he yeah. he, he he always. I don't know. I just you know what? It, I think this they, might come back to haunt them. They, they always talk about <laughs> they always talk about potential, right? And you know, they throw this word around the league, ceilings and his. His draft stock and his potential. You know what? Potential and ceilings, all that means is you just haven't done it yet. So I'm waiting for Carson Wentz to do it. And I think everybody else, you know, I, I speak for everybody else in saying the same thing. We're just waiting for him to do it, man. You know what I mean? We're waiting for him to stay healthy. You know, we're waiting for him to get out of the RG3 mode and just, you know, knowing you're not really ready, ready but you're going. You know what I mean? Gotta, you you, you got to get We got to get him out of that. You know what I mean? Uh, don't get me wrong. He was getting thrashed back there this past season. But at the same time, it seemed like there was some some errant moves, you know, on his part, too. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully he'll be ready this season and he can, uh, you know, kind of make a shot and a vibe for um, the way the organization, organization is upholding. So we'll see. Obviously, Blake Bortles had to move on to make room for Mr. Foles to land in Jacksonville. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's found a new home out in Los Angeles. Yep. He signed a one-year deal to back up Jeff Go- uh, Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think he can be developed into the talent that everybody thought he was coming into the league as a top five pick? <laughs> so so here's, here's, here's the crazy thing, right? So typically you send, you know, a younger <laughs> – I should say, typically, you have a younger QB get groomed by the older one, right? <laughs> and we we obviously know that Jared Goff is way better than Blake Bortles, so it's it's like going to be the other way around. Is that right? Is is that what's going to happen here? Is Jared Goff going to kind of groom Blake Bortles into the 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 premier, you know, passer that we thought he should have been? Is you know being drafted in the first? Like this, it's it's odd to me to see this dynamic happen, but you know, somebody's got to back him up, right? Somebody's got to be that guy. So um, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's just strange to even think that he has Blake Bortles has to get groomed into the being that person he was supposed to be. So well, it's odd. <laughs> and there, there was a lot of turnover there in Jacksonville with, in his early years there, you know, I think he had a lot of different, different uh, things he was trying to, work out at the same time of learning those offenses. So maybe yeah. maybe a little bit of time. And the one thing I can't say about him, though, that I got to respect is his attitude yeah. and the way he was professional with the media because he he got shit on pretty much and mocked by every national media outlet for five years straight. And he never – you never heard anything bad about him. He never acted any sort of way towards the media. Like you can see like not comparing him directly, but somebody like Cam Newton – won't you know he'll get an attitude after a loss or you know so i just got to respect that he uh he handled that with class so that's that's the kind of guy that i would probably take a chance on i you know what i i agree with you brother jay i also got to say one other thing too with respect to that so he does take it in stride right he's you know a consummate professional regardless of what's going on you know with him and like you say all the turnover that he experienced but we also got to talk about where he's going, right? We got to talk about Sean McVay, and we got to talk about probably the most high-powered offense in the league, you know, premier offense in the league right now. And we got to talk about plans. Why are plans important? Because just as my wife tells me within marriage, if you have no plan for me, then this thing is going to fail, and vice versa. So 
Sean McVay has a plan for Jared Goff, which is why they're successful. I think Sean McVay getting and acquiring and the Rams acquiring Blake Bortles, they have a plan for him, which will also make him successful. But, you know, um, I don't think he's just a system QB. Um, I, I think he's he's somebody that can get integrated into a spot that has, like I say, a, a good plan for him. So I'm interested to see, you know, how he uh, he turns around. But like I said, the, the, the dynamic it's it's usually older grooming and younger, but you know, uh, younger, you know, and 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 and, and um, I should say, teaming up with the older, it's, it could be a pretty powerful thing. We'll see. It's definitely going to be a, a interesting team to watch this year. So one of the one of the moves you were telling me that you think is uh, monumental shifts the landscape, if you will, is uh, Mr. Michael Bennett moving, taking his talents up north. So. Uh, What's the deal with him? So here's one thing I got to say. Uh, I got to get it out there because I'm not I'm not a fan of the Michael Bennett, the activist, the Michael Bennett, you know, you know, brazen, you know, uh, uh, shape and form that he takes with the media because it just kind of like throws you off because you're like, you know, you got this guy that, you know, plays well his numbers don't jump off the page at all really i mean i mean he had i think a few years ago he had you know a, a double digit sack year but at the same time like these last yeah i want to say two years it really hasn't been that now he's made the pro bowl a couple times but um i i, I the the activist slash you know brazen way of speech that that part you know i'm not about but when we talk about ball if we're talking about ball, if we're talking about going to the New England Patriots where they take bottom basement guys and turn them into superstars, where, uh, you know, going into Super Bowl 53, it's like, oh, man, Aaron Donald versus that 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 uh, that New England Patriot offense, offensive line. And then, you know, who's the star? Fucking Kyle Van Noy. Yep. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? You didn't hear about Aaron Donald. It was Kyle Van Noy. Hitting Jared Goff and hitting Jared Goff so hard it made him do a soccer slide. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Are you flipping kidding me? So Michael Bennett, you know, somebody who, you know, five, five or six years ago was, you know, on a Seattle, you know, Seahawks defense that was just raping the 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 NFL is, you know, transitioned, has transitioned to maybe more of a third down specialist coming to the Philadelphia Eagles and then you know, toward the end of the season when they only want him to come in on third downs and sub packages, you know, now he's playing more of a role in that defense. And now he's going to the New England Patriots. If the New England Patriots can make Kyle Van Noy a god, there's no telling what they can do with Michael Bennett. And that's just my honest to God opinion. You know what I mean? That's just my honest to God opinion. Um, now, I read somewhere that, that Belichick was – he's – he respects Michael Bennett so much, and, and he couldn't stop him in that Super Bowl against the Eagles, and that's one of the reasons why he uh, wanted him on his team this time. So I could see uh, I could see Michael Bennett being successful. Oh, without question. Let's talk about a guy who's got length, he's got speed, he's got strength, he's got explosiveness. You know what I mean? He's able to diagnose a play before it even happens and just cause – utter disruption um not on, not just on passing downs but uh run run and run situations too um it's just he's one of those types of players man you know it's it's not about necessarily the production numbers it's about just um him wreaking havoc 
in opposing backfields, him being disruptive on every play, him being the type of guy that an offense has to account for every play just so they can get it off. You know what I mean? Whether it happens or doesn't, like they have to account for it, which means that, you know, more attention is garnered toward him than, than should be based upon his play. So, yeah. Yeah, you always you have to have a game plan for him. You see, he's somebody that's going to make the impact. So, mm-hmm. NFL's turning into the NBA kind of with all these moves. It's, uh, it's going to be an interesting season, and I'm sure there's going to be a couple more surprises along the way. Without question. Not to mention, I forgot I should say honorable mention, Mr. Joe Flacco out to uh, Cool Joe out to Denver. I'm glad he's out of the AFC North, to be honest with you. I watched him beat the Steelers way too many times. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I have to uh, work with that team via highlight, so I know <laughs> that, uh, you know, Joe Flacco going there definitely brings a bit more wisdom and experience, I should say. Um, I don't think Case Keenum is done just yet, but it, it does make a statement when you get Joe Flacco coming, who was, uh, you know, relegated to a backup role in, in, in Baltimore. So and maybe maybe they're doing it just for a competition, maybe to spark some fires or um, but, you know, who knows what's going on out there with the, with the Broncos. I have a feeling Flacco is going to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder this year. As he should. As he should. And then uh, one of my favorite players, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, goes to the Dolphins. Nice. Great move. Great move. Nice. It's gonna There's going to be an electric five weeks of the NFL football next year in uh, South Beach. And then <laughs> and, and then an epic, epic uh, downfall as like clockwork. But it'll be great, and I can't wait to watch it. Well, we can't we can't forget the epic beards that are going to be uh, donned during that time. I, I can't so, wait. I'm, I'm starting know, mine now I'm, just just to be I'm, just to get there. Brother Jay, you know me and you both. We are all a part of the the, the beard clan, beard butter for life, bro. That's right. You have to. You have to. We've got a lot of really uh, great things going on here at the Everyman Podcast. Um, I wanted to talk a little shop a little bit here with everyone. We've uh, been really lucky to have uh, some awesome guests join us so far. And um, we're going to have some really great ones coming up that are going to be pretty surprising. We've had uh, some really cool media pick us up. Uh, some major, major websites, blabbermouth.net, picked us up about the John Petrucci interview, quoted us there. Mm-hmm. We got it again on Ultimate Guitar. They wrote two articles about that podcast, man, two articles. Yes. Incredible. So big, big shout out to ultimateguitar.com and blabbermouth.net. Those are two websites that legit, I, you know, I swear I've been going to for years to find out news about people that i liked and looked up to so it's very cool to be on the other end of the uh operation there um we've got listeners now and subscribers in seven countries bro nice seven countries world domination man so brazil Brazil, we love you thank you thank you Brazil. finland we love you too those two in canada don't know how you don't know how you two found us but thank you (laughs) so it's uh it's really great that this is starting to spread and get out there and and just uh if if you enjoy the show share it with your friends leave us a review on itunes give us a five star if you like four star if if, if, it's just okay uh and tell us what you like about the show leave us a comment um find us on facebook the everyman podcast on instagram also the everyman podcast all one word and podcast every man on Twitter. Um, that's where we're going to make announcements about guests coming on the show, where uh, 
Daryl and I are going to be taking some field trips coming up, doing nice. some doing some really cool on-site interviews that I think you guys are going to enjoy. Might make some new headlines as well. Um, and of course, if you really enjoy the show and you want to give back to it a little bit, we got some uh, t-shirts coming soon. So keep an eye out for those. Those nice. will be on our Facebook, Instagram, merch. the whole bit in merch. So it's going to be merch. really awesome stuff. Um, looking forward to it. I can't wait. Daryl, as always, a pleasure. Thank you very much. Always and uh, Jay. That's how we, do, we, baby. we will see you all next week. Peace.